Everybody and welcome to the Lonely Gal podcast. My name is Judy Wong and I'm your guide on this journey. So today's guest is Ashling Burke, a woman whose life changed dramatically after spending most of her 20s and 30s partying it away to moving into spirituality and finding herself. Today's podcast is brought to you in association with Graco Studios based in Finglas, Dublin. They offer a hybrid solution for video, photography and podcasting. For more information, please check out their website at gracostudios.com. Well, hello, Ashling Burke. Welcome to the Lonely Gal podcast. Hello, how are we? Uh, I'm doing good and I'm excited about this podcast actually with yourself. Um, you're... An inspirational woman, a businesswoman of two businesses, the Teeth Whitening Fairies and the Cosmetic Fairies. You're a mom of a little boy. And I just think you will be amazing for the the listeners because you're going to give us so much about your life's journey and how you've navigated through it. So thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. So I'm going to dive in deep and um, ask you, the topic is loneliness and um, I've had loads of guests talk about it and also how they've navigated through it. And as a woman who's like lived worldwide, um, is now like a mum and a business owner, how has that actually impacted you in your life? It can. It, loneliness has hit me in many parts of my life, many stages of my life. But right mm. now, over the last like two years, it's... Yeah, there's been times that I have been really lonely, even though I have so many people around me mm-hmm. um, and I'm a new mom. Yeah. It's trying to kind of juggle it all. And find balance. And find that balance, mm-hmm. which has been difficult at times. Um, I have, I have, you know, days that I just want to get in bed and knock it out of it. Yeah. And then there's days that... You know, we have, I have amazing days, mm-hmm. um, especially now that I have Phoenix. Yeah, that's things, your son. Yes. Yeah. Things have totally changed around. But again, I can't just jump on an airplane now. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't just jump in the car and be in town um, going out for dinner because now I have Phoenix. Yeah. So that's a big thing that has mm-hmm. changed in my life. And yet that can be a little bit lonely because I can't be as, because I was very much a free spirit, travelled the world. Um, different anybody, jobs. Yeah, different jobs, yeah. different different places. So from going from that to in um, a relationship, yeah. being a business owner, mm-hmm. being a mom, it's all changed. It's all shifted. It's all shifted. Yeah. It um yeah, it can be lonely. Yeah. It can be lonely. And those times when you do feel it, um, I guess those times when you have felt lonely, when has that happened like to you that you recognise the lonely piece? And have you been able to um, share that with other people? Because I'm finding not enough people talk about this. Mm-hmm. That's why the podcast exists. And I, I wonder, is it important to express it? Hugely important mm. to express it. Loneliness, the first time I experienced loneliness was probably around 15 years ago mm. now when I started to really work on myself. I was a big partier out all the time. Um, and then it just wasn't for me anymore. Mm. Um, 
but all my dear, all the different groups of friends, they were all, you know, still going, still going, all of that. So I had to take a step back for my own mental health, spiritual, physical, everything. It just, I was completely burnt out from all the the partying and I had loads of different jobs and I was acting and I was doing so many different things. When I decided to step back from it all and I started to really do work on myself, um, I was doing therapy, I was doing holotropic breath work, I was doing lots of stuff. When I started to come out of that really dark place that I was in, because I didn't really, at that stage, when I really hit the lowest, I, I, you know, I didn't think about any, like, friends or anything like that. It was just, how am I going to get to the next day? To the, that's all that I was focusing on. Mm. When I started to come out of all of that and started to realise that I actually have no friends as such. I have so many friends, but that I didn't have friends in common with what I was getting myself into which was spirituality, which was meditation, which was all of this, all this new stuff. Mm-hmm. Now it's a lot more acceptable, I suppose, because yeah. everybody is jumping on it. But that 15 years ago, no, it was too woo-woo. Very much so. Yeah. So I wasn't going out socialising anymore. I didn't have that. Connection. Yeah. So I I joined, um, I joined a group that it was it was called at the time it was called um Buddha Bag, mm. which was on a Thursday evening and it's where different speakers from all around the world come and they're just talking about spirituality, it could be yoga, whatever it is. And that opened that opened a door for me to you don't have to go out and socialize like by getting, you know, drunk or the everybody was going afterwards and they were just having cups of tea and mm-hmm. So that opened it up because I needed to make some new friends. So it sounds like you were in a a different headspace than the rest of the crew that you were hanging out with. And it sounds like that your journey was trying to bring you closer to an authentic connection with yourself. Mm -hmm. And even though you had to like experience the loneliness first, it was the loneliness awareness that made you realise actually... I need to find my tribe. Yes. And that's where the Buddha bag um, and the people there kind of resonated with you. Big time. Yeah. And that's, it just opened up so many doors to so many different things for me. Um, and like the friends that I have, they they were all, they're all amazing. But they are all on, like everybody is all on their own journey. So mm-hmm. if some people are still partying, that's amazing. Yeah. If that's what they want to do. But it just wasn't for me anymore. Yeah. I knew I had this like hunger, I suppose, but I didn't know what the hunger was for. But I knew it wasn't for being in nightclubs and pubs and all of that stuff. Do I do I regret it? Not at all. Like yeah. I loved and I love a good party and I love, you know, but I love meditating. I love going to retreats, mm-hmm. you know, doing all that kind of stuff. I love being being present basically yeah. with myself. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I think a lot of people who are experiencing loneliness are don't understand. Maybe this is the push that actually pulls them towards bigger and better things, but they don't see it no. there at the time. But it's like a little signal, if you will. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you don't see it. Like the dark days. I didn't know whether I was going to get through them dark days, you know, yeah. with the dark thoughts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um but I am somebody that has got through it. Mm-hmm. So for anybody, you know, anybody out there, 
it's only a time thing. Yeah. And, you know, you will get through it. Loneliness then becomes, you have to step, because what happened to me was I'm really comfortable with living on my own, yeah. traveling on my own. Yeah. But then that becomes like an addiction of just doing everything on your own. So what happened then was that I had to start stepping back out and just mixing with people, mm. you know. So instead of having, because I was running my own business, all of this was all on my own, living mm. on my own. Yeah. Um, so I had to step out and instead of having, I was, um, I'd have a personal trainer. So again, you're just doing it. So I decided to just do exercise classes. So it would mix me in with to different communities. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just opening yourself up. Yeah. Stepping out of your comfort zone, even mm -hmm. though it's terrifying, mm -hmm. especially when you're lonely. It's even more because you're thinking, oh, my God, everybody's going to think I'm weird. Yeah. True. But it's not because everybody is in the same boat. Yeah. Some people are not even aware of it. True. Very true. They have and no conscious awareness. That not at all. Yeah. Because... They're going, I have like 20 friends or I have, but do you really? Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, that's true. You know, that is very true. especially now, even more so because we all have like thousands of friends on mm -hmm. social media. But do you? Exactly. Yeah. People are always on that like bandwagon to kind of add, add, yeah. add, add, add. But are they adding quality uh -huh. or are they adding the quantity to yeah. make it look and appear like they... Actually, what they're probably doing is they're probably making themselves look even more lonelier. Yes. Because they don't really truly connect in with mm -hmm. all these yeah. people who they're adding on yes. their social media. Totally. Um, can we go back, Ashling, mm -hmm. to being um, a business owner? And yeah. um, you'd mentioned earlier on, like before the podcast actually started, about being lonely as in, because you're, you're, you're your own boss. Yeah, of and course. And there's no one to kind of even like, you know, bounce things from mm -hmm. like, how do you navigate through that? Because you mentioned you go exercising or you go to retreats and you mm -hmm. do things for your personal self. How about business? Business, that's it. That can be a tricky one. And yeah. look, I'm I'm learning as I go mm -hmm. all the time. I have actually three businesses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so and I own 100 percent of all of them. Yeah. So the book stops with me. Yeah. Um. So that can be very overwhelming sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, fear can step in every now and then, mm -hmm. but I try to step out of fear very quickly. I allow myself to sit in fear um, for 10 minutes and then that's it, I'm done. I won't allow myself because once I get into that fear mode, it escalates and it all gets too overwhelming and then I'm starting to, the head goes then and yeah. it's, you start thinking, how am I going to pay the bills? Yeah. So I try... I won't allow myself to do that. Ooh, I think that's going to be a really good one. Allowing yourself to sit in the fear. Yeah, because once you sit in the fear, mm -hmm. you realise that it's nothing to be, there's no fear. Yeah, it's just... It's your head. It's your Yeah, exactly. So my whole thing is, it's get out of your head and into your heart. When, I, when fear starts to come in mm -hmm. um, with me, I have to sit back, I allow it. But then I ask myself, what's going on mm -hmm. and what's mostly going on with me is that I'm in my head again and I'm not in my heart. Yeah. I would have navigated through the world in my head. It's all about making money. Yeah. It's all, so push, push, push. Mm -hmm. When all, everything started to fall apart for me mm -hmm. um, and I lost everything and, it, you know, it was like the dominoes effect. It just went, everything went. 
I then started to build myself back up, but I came from my heart. Mm. Now I navigate through the world through my heart and not through my head. And life is so different. The world looks different. It's, yeah, it's an incredible place to be um, because you're making decisions from your heart, which makes things a lot easier. But within the business, yeah, it can be very lonely because I am the one that, you know, it stops with. And you have, I have an amazing team of people, Mm -hmm. but they work for me. Yeah. So I have to have boundaries there as well. Mm -hmm. Um, That again, you have to navigate and I can't, you know, you can't really have them days that you want to completely fall apart Mm -hmm. because the business will fall apart. Yeah. 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 It's fascinating because I remember um, a friend of mine, she once told me she was not well for a little while. And she said, Judy, when I wasn't well, my business wasn't well. Mm -hmm. So when she was physically stronger, mentally stronger, you know, everything of her business started thriving again. And I guess you're saying not working from a headspace Mm -hmm. because that's where fear activates and love stirring the pot, Mm -hmm. but working from your heart space, which says you've worked so hard to align yourself to get to know who you are and trust your processes and trust yourself more. Yeah, because you have to trust, you have to trust your gut, Mm -hmm. you know, within business, especially not having like a business partner. Yeah. I'm making the decisions and I'm making decisions very quickly Mm -hmm. because I need to turn things around very quickly um, because, again, the book stops with me. So wage bills have to be paid, rent has to be paid, all of that stuff has to be paid. So I have to be very clear, clear in my head, clear in my mind. So I would, we do meditations in work, myself and the girls. Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, we do at least once a month. Yeah. and then we also, I'm a feng shui consultant as well. Yeah. So we would all, I would also bring in um, the girls once a month and we'll do a clearing of the business. Brilliant. A clearing of all the, the premises. Mm-hmm. Just so we're all, all aligned. Okay. And tell me a little bit more about the clearing, like the concept of feng shui. I think a, a lot of people kind of don't know about it and some people will know a little bit about it. What is its purpose? Its purpose is to, so how I can describe it very quickly that I won't go into huge detail is when you go into your home or your business, how do you feel? Do you feel like it's pushing you away or do you feel like it's giving you a hug? Mm -hmm. If you feel like it's giving you a hug, that's amazing. Unreal. If you feel like it's pushing you away, well, then you just need to, you know, do some clearing in in your home. Or moving things around or decluttering. Yes. Yes, because I did remember we once talked about like Mm -hmm. my terrible love life. And then (laughs) you were like, Judy, did you make space in the closet? I was like, no, my closet's full of my things. Like, what are you talking about? Ashley, you are like nine hangers for your man. Yeah, You need to make space. I was like, Jesus, this is a lot of pressure trying to get rid of stuff. (laughs) For your man who doesn't even exist, I need to clear space for him. Mm -hmm. But that's part of the feng shui. Yes, that's part of the concept of just clearing space and decluttering. And so you allow something to come into that space. Big time because you yeah. can't come into some. And that's not only with like your home or your business. Yeah. That's got to do with your phone, your laptops. That's oh, everything in your life. You have to make space. Okay. That was another big thing for when I was feeling lonely. Yeah. Um, I entered into to train as a feng shui consultant and that opened up like 
I have friends all around the world mm. and pre-lockdown, we would meet up at least once or twice a year in different pla- places and different sacred sites all around the world. And we would up, we'd train more on whatever it was that we needed at that time. So I have like loads of amazing women all over the world as well Mm -hmm. that opened up them doors for me. Yeah. So again, it was just pushing myself out of out of my comfort zone. zone. Yeah. That's unbelievable. I feel like you've probably done a big 360 of your life. Totally. Yes. (laughs) And that when you do have those moments of loneliness, you've actually been able to, um, by the sounds of things, almost like honour the fear, honour the loneliness, loneliness, give it space even. Yes. But allow it to only be there for a small amount of time, then take some action to kind of move forward. Yes, because... That loneliness, the first, the first time was like mm-hmm. two years. So it's not that, that just didn't go away. I was working on myself like heavily for a good two years. Yeah. So it's not just a thing that will happen overnight. So don't be hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. But I always say to people, allow the fear to come because when you see and you face fear, it's gone. It's gone very quickly because what you're fearful of is nothing. I know, I know. It's funny that you you're, you you mentioned fear as well because I remember hearing it as an acronym by a, like a motivational speaker called Les Brown, and he's like this big personality, and he's like he's like Santa Claus, but mm-hmm. an African American Santa Claus, and he's like fear. Fear stands for false evidence appearing real, and I was like, oh my god, that is so true. Yeah. But we we condition ourselves to allow it to ruin our lives or to take over and really a lot of it is just false evidence. We have been conditioned. We have been conditioned, yeah. We've been conditioned from when we go to school Mm -hmm. of everything is fear, you know. Yeah. You step out and it's fear, you know, the... Yeah. Everything is fear, fear driven. When you step away from all of that and really understand of living in the moment, mm-hmm. the past is the past. Yeah. The present is what we need to, you know, focus on big time. Yeah. The future hasn't happened. So stop focusing on the future and just live in the now. Mm-hmm. That's all. And that's where life becomes simple. Yeah. People complicate their life. Yes, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big time. And they don't even know how much they complicate it. But with all the technology distracting them, maybe family distracting yeah. them, friends. And also because you were speaking about aligning with yourself, mm-hmm. not aligning with themselves, not being their authentic yes. selves, I probably would say is the biggest thing because they're afraid to get to know themselves. Of course. And people are afraid to be on their own. Mm-hmm. Um, because I went through like probably three or four years that I was on my own, totally single. And it's amazing because it made so many other people feel uncomfortable. Interesting. (laughs) No, when are you going to find somebody? Like you're getting older now. Okay, why does that? You can't be gone on holidays on your own all the time. Mm. Okay, why is that now? Because people are going to think you're weird. You can't be going to all these retreats on your own and do... Why can't I? Yeah. <laughs> so con- like putting conditions on your putting pressure, social pressure. Yeah. And then it was I at the time. So all through my like 20s and mid 30s, I didn't want to have kids. Yeah. And then I decided, you know what? I actually want to have a baby. Yeah. And then again, but you don't have anybody to have a baby with. 
okay, yeah, well, I'll have a baby on my own. Yeah. How can you do that? Yeah. Very easily. Yeah. So it's... Not impossible. Not impossible at all. Yeah. I went and I had tests on all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So now you can, like, this is the thing. Once you step out of fear and the conditioning that we've all been given, that you have to have a partner to have a baby, that you have, to, you don't have to have anything. You just have to have yourself. Yeah. And a trust in the process that yes. it, it, everything it's going to happen. Yeah. 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 Everything works itself out. That's so so inspiring. Like you're literally glowing here and I'm thinking, God, what am I worried about? (laughs) Nothing to worry about. (laughs) Nothing to worry about. Yeah. I think I guess like what the purpose of like the Lonely Gal podcast is about creating that connection for other people so that they understand there isn't that, you know, it's it's not only about loneliness. It's about how do you move forward from loneliness? How do you make sense for you that it's only a short period of time that you get to experience this but there are much more magical things out there if you take some action Mm -hmm. and get out of your comfort zone yes yeah out of the you know the bedroom or the sitting room looking at the telly or listening to podcasts or whatever just if you feel like you want to go to a little group or whatever it is just go yeah because you're not going to be on your own because there's, there's people there. There's other people. And the reason <laughs> yeah. why other people are there is because they're feeling lonely. Yeah. We're just all told not, oh my God, don't show your emotion. That yeah. will make you feel weak. That's no, not at all. It's okay to cry. Yeah. Crying is the, is the same as laughing. Yeah. You get the same hit, you know? Yeah. It's so, a release, isn't it? Totally. Mm. Totally. So there's nothing like I I speak about how I haven't been feeling very good sometimes and but it's all okay. Yeah. It's I think it's important to verbalize it and just like you would if you had a pain in your head, you're like, yes. oh my God, I have a headache. Well, that's okay because it's just gonna be there for a few minutes, maybe half a day, we don't know, but it'll go eventually. Yeah. There's nothing to be embarrassed about. Yeah. Once once you get over that of, oh my God, people are gonna think that I'm really weird because I'm lonely that I have no friends. And and it's like, when you start to, the amount of people that when I talk about this, people send me messages and about how, oh my God, you came out and said that. It's okay. (laughs) And how are you, how are you lonely? Because you've got so many groups of friends and you're so successful. And no, no, I'm still lonely. I can still get days that everything is so overwhelming and I have an amazing partner. I have amazing friends, family, Mm -hmm. but it's still, I still have them days that I'm just on my own. Yeah. That I feel just really, really lonely. Yeah. I have, you know, I cry. I, But then now I don't allow myself to sit in that victim mode of, you know, for, for which before I would have, and I suppose not, not even using the word victim, because that's not really just being lonely and sitting there and sitting, it could go on for like days. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, no. Yeah. Not it's too. It's like you, you, you own yourself now. Yes. You're in control. Yeah. It is okay to have mm-hmm. a down day. Nobody can be happy. People think I'm happy all the time. Mm-hmm. I'm not happy all the time. M- the majority of the time I am because I've done so much work on myself mm-hmm. and I actually really enjoy being happy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I always said that when 
before I done work on myself, it was more comfortable to feel unhappy than it was to feel happy because I felt more comfortable then. I felt more comfortable being unhappy. And then when I started to kind of research into it and start to look into it, it's because society and it's because of the, you know, going to school, all of that stuff, because you're always on edge. Yeah. It's a deep conditioning of like, you know, they don't tell us like when we're when we're in school, like, you know, you have choices. <laughs> There's no choice. There's no choice. You just go to hell. One, yeah. <laughs> The Catholic will condemn you if yeah. you sin. I mean, like sinning is probably the best way of learning. Of course it is. Failure is the best way of understanding like how not to fail. Yeah. So, yeah, it was it was very like strict. Big time. But they also weren't very open to the spiritualness. Not at all. And the alignment of connecting with yourself. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to kind of tap into that space. So there is a lot to be said for you know, the school systems. But I think they are integrating and... Which is amazing. Yeah, I think there's a different way of, you know, um, learning. And, you know, I don't see the fear in children like, you know... The way we were. Yeah, Yeah. we were like little (laughs) soldiers sometimes, you know. Or if you heard like, you know, about stories about priests and nuns and Mm -hmm. the belt and the spoon and just the... It was just fear-based. Yes. That was their teaching method. Mm-hmm. It was fear. Yeah. Strike the fear of God, literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was how they knew to actually teach. I don't think they could actually teach any differently. Yeah. To be very honest, I think that was the way. Uh, thankfully, things have changed. Yeah. Thankfully. And what about yourself with loneliness? Um, yeah. Like for me, I'm, I'm feeling like... Loneliness is an emotion that, like you'd spoken about with fear, that you need to sit in with. And I, like yourself, have really good friends and very good family that Mm -hmm. I can tap into and let them know and express that um, emotion. Like if I didn't, God, I don't know what would happen really, because there is a dark space where your head can like just suction you in. So I don't I don't know. For me, I, I'm really lucky now to kind of understand that it's just an emotion that I need to kind of be more in control of, as in allow it to be there, mm-hmm. but also allow myself the safe space to kind of move beyond it. Because like yourself, I would be generally in good spirits. Yeah. But I just think it's important to, to look at people in a human way and go, just because you perceive someone to be confident and successful... Um, they look like they're having happily family life. Mm-hmm. They look like business is going up. It's not, that's a perception. Yeah. Where the reality for everyone, if we look left, right, that has a pulse and a heart, a heartbeat, we're all just, we have our moments. Totally. We definitely have our moments and it's okay. That's the thing. Yeah. It's okay not to be okay. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, well, Ashling. I just want to say thank you so much. Um, it has been so heartfelt to like listen to how you've gotten through and navigated through loneliness. Mm-hmm. But your honesty and your openness, I think, is going to really connect with the audience as well and the listeners. And I reckon a few of them will jump on the El Feng Shui bandwagon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, I Google and become a little Feng Shui master. Because I just think people need to be more embracing, like, 
different things that yes. seem a little, you know, oh, that be out of my realm. But you know what? Learning is learning. Totally. Yeah. Totally. So just opens it up to open so yourself. many. Yeah. yeah. Up to different opportunities. Thank you so much for listening today with myself and Ashling. If anything resonates with you on this podcast, please reach out to our socials at thelonelygal underscore or the email lonelygalpodcast at gmail.com and to Ashling, cosmeticfairies.ie, teetwhiteningfairies.ie, cosmeticfairiesacademy.ie. We'd love to hear your stories and I'll see you on our next episode.